silence. Mic check, one, two, one, two. Boo-boo. May I have your attention, please? Clear the floor, because our forever queen of morning radio, the one who says it like it is and doesn't give a shit, the motherfucking real deal, Miss Kicking the Door, Waving the 404, now has a podcast. And it is on fire. Make way for the one, the only, Miss Nah. What's up, y'all? <laughs> Welcome to episode 13 of On Fire. Um, don't mind me. I'm just finishing up a piece of candy. Mm, it was so good. Chocolate, coconut in the middle. Yummy. Mmm, yummy. Anyway, <laughs> how have y'all been? So excited! So excited! <laughs> I've been... I've been stressing like everybody else that's, you know, was living in the United States of America waiting to see if Donald Trump was going to go crazy or not. <laughs> elections, elections, elections. It brings out the worst in people, right? I thought it was just like an African thing. And then here comes Donald Trump to remind us that, look, <laughs> no matter where you from, <laughs> no matter where you at, a fool is a fool. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. The show goes on. This is my home. They're going to need a fucking wrecking ball to take me out of here. They're going to need to send in the National Guard or fucking SWAT team because I ain't going nowhere. Of course, everybody knows he's still making a whole lot of noise and refusing to concede. I'm just happy that nothing popped off. Was I genuinely worried that something would? <laughs> you bet your ass I was. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I was fucking worried. I was super happy that um, me and my mom and my sister voted early. We took advantage of the early voting because I said, I'll be damned if I wait around so that on the actual voting day, when we're standing in line, some crazy racist white people come through with guns and start shooting us up. Like, I just, I have no faith in America. I really don't. They voted Donald Trump as president four years ago. So I have no faith in them to not be stupid. So I was super happy. Texas, I think early voting started like October. I think I voted, we voted October 16th or whatever. And there were no lines. There were lines at some places, you know. So I was like, oh, Lord, please don't let it be crowded. I don't want no drama. Don't want no problems. And we walked in there. There was no wait. We went right on through. Everybody was so nice. And, you know, we voted and we came home. Fast forward to voting day for, you know, I guess everybody else around the United States well, like the official, official, actual voting day. And yeah, just watching the TV, watching the TV, watching the TV. And it's just such a shame that this man could not act like he had some sense and just bow out gracefully. But it is what it is. We are watching to see what kind of fuckery he will stir up before he actually has to leave in January. 
But uh, will he will he have to be taken out kicking and screaming? I really hope so. Oh, what a loser! I really, really hope so. I hope that he just embarrasses himself and just looks like a plum fool. That's what I really want to see. Besides it being entertaining, I think it's a fitting way to get rid of Donald fucking Trump because he was my president. He, he he was not. <laughs> he don't belong there. So he need to go. But anyway, um, yeah, let's switch lanes because, you know, one minute I was laughing at Trump being kicked out of office because he wasn't presidential. And then, you know, shortly afterwards, I'm mourning the loss of a man who I thought was an amazing president. So Ghana... We recently lost one of our former presidents, Jerry John Rawlings. What a man, right? If you are anyone who's listened to my show back when I was on radio, then I'm sure you might have heard me say that the one person I wanted to interview was Jerry John Rawlings. I loved him. I loved him. And it's not just because my dad did, because my dad adored Rawlings. He thought he was, he thought he was a very, very stand up guy, you know? And I, I guess it might have influenced me a little bit, but even on my own as an adult, I just thought he was so, he was so down to earth yet so regal. If that makes any sense. Uh, he was still very much a man of the people, you know? In the same way that Princess Diana was, where you expected people of that standing to be pompous and full of themselves. No, Rawlings was a man who, back in the day, he, he was known to get there in the gutters and shovel them out and clean out the dirt with the people in Nima. To him in his old age, getting out of his car, which I'm sure had a motorcade to help direct traffic because there was a traffic jam. And we all know Ghanaians do not know how to fucking behave when the traffic lights are not working. Y'all are just animals, animals, you know, but he was that kind of guy where he wanted to get in the mix, get his hands dirty, roll up his sleeves, get his hands dirty and help fix something that needed fixing. And I will forever love him for that. Besides, he was fine. Rawlings was fine when he was younger. So when he was older with that salt and pepper, you know, gray hair going on. Mm, such a fly ass man. Such a fly ass dude. And I was just like, mm, mm, if I could get him on my show, we're going to talk about real shit. What does he listen to? Uh, does he partake in any herbals? You know, he and his wife, are they still getting busy? Because they look, they look like... <laughs> they would have a bumping ass time you know what i mean they, they still very much look like they're in love but i never got that and a great man is gone and i was not surprised to see some of you clowns online just being disrespectful and that's one thing i really hate about Ghanaians. i'm sorry i want you to know if you are a Ghanaian who does this if you're anybody who does this i want you to know that i hate you with a passion but Ghanaians are just so cold-blooded if somebody dies they they do not know the uh the what, what, what was it 
there was a saying that we were raised on. Um, like, if you have nothing good to say, say nothing at all. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Ghanaians don't do that. Tell Don't talk trash. And I'm like, do y'all not just realize that somebody died? Like, y'all have no respect. And I saw a couple of people online just being fucking disrespectful, you know, talking about Rawlings. And I'm just like, fuck y'all. Fuck you too! If you, was, if you were a person who did that, fuck y'all. Just fuck you. Okay? Really, really tacky. The man had kids. He had a wife. He had a family. He had people that loved him. And I know, and I know that some people will say, oh, but, you know, he led a coup. People died because of him. And yes, I know that. I have two friends who have firsthand accounts of the destruction that Rawlings brought into their family lives. I have one friend who grew up, you know, in Burma camp and remembers the night when there were bullets just shoom, shoom, shoom over his family's house. And, you know, his father was on the run, you know, scooped up him and his siblings. And I think they ran away to Ivory Coast. And that's where he learned to speak French, you know, because they were on the run because Rawlings was looking for certain people of authority to either lock them up or send them to firing squad because, you know, it was a coup. I have another friend whose father Rawlings actually did kill, you know, during his his successful attempt to take over, you know, the governance of the, the country. So I know that there were deaths. I know that. But I also understand that there can be no revolution without bloodshed. And I don't think he was a crazy leader who just got trigger happy and started busting shots and just shooting people. He took out necessary people that, you know, he knew were threats so that he could get gone on the straight and narrow. You know what I mean? And when it was time for him to hand over so that, you know, things could be done democratically, he did that. He did that. And we have several examples of African leaders who don't know how to do that. We have several examples of African leaders who, because they just want to be in power forever, they go around changing constitutions and just being tyrants. Rawlings was not that. He was not that. And anybody that knows that power can corrupt and is able to withstand it deserves an applause you know what i mean like seriously deserves some applause because when you're in power and you know that literally nothing can stop you to say you know what i don't need it i'm going to step back so that you know we can have an election and to give up some of that power <laughs> like it's not a joke it's not easy you know Donald Trump is struggling to do it. <laughs> He's struggling. Oh, yeah! Struggling. You know, so I applaud Rawlings for being a stand-up guy. I'm really, really sad that I never got the chance to interview him. I just, I loved him. What a president. What a what a presidential man. What a handsome man. What a, oh my goodness, he, he was everything. I'm really, really heartbroken. Really heartbroken. I am pleased, however, that there will be an amazing state burial. And I know, I know the people will come out because even though Ghanaians do like to talk trash, 
everybody knows <laughs> that those are people who come <laughs> they ride for Rawlings. <laughs> like the street the, he was a man of the people the streets felt him so the streets gonna come through and represent all y'all little bougie motherfuckers y'all can stay at home don't give shit about y'all but like <laughs> seriously i hope that his family takes comfort in the outpouring of love that will definitely be shown on that day. I don't know what the date is. I don't even think they've announced one. But yes, rest in, rest in peace. Former President Jerry John Rawlings, Flight Lieutenant Jerry John Rawlings. Mm, what a man. Back in the day when I used to make t-shirts for my clothing line, Afrocent Chic, I had an Nkrumah shirt. I had a Falakuzi shirt. I had a rolling shirt. Wow. <laughs> Ooh, I need to go back into making some t-shirts, yo. You know a bitch ain't got no job. I need a side hustle. Need <laughs> need a little cha-ching coming through. But yeah, I got a job. I'm going to start working next week, y'all. Yay for me. <laughs> no, it's not radio. Oh, hell no. So don't even get excited. Or maybe it is radio. Oh. You never know. Really, nigga? Because, <laughs> you know, I am the queen of disappearing and popping back up. Whew. But yes, uh, rest in peace to Rawlings. Another passing that broke my heart and my family's heart was that of Alex Trebek. You're like, who? <sighs> Raise your hand if you watch Jeopardy. This is Jeopardy. Exactly. Alex Trebek. Yep. Mm, he's the only host that I've ever ever known of Jeopardy. And I've watched it for many a years, but I don't recall anybody before him. I swear to God, I think he's he's been the only host. Anyway, we knew a while back that he had um cancer, but I think he 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 beat it. It was in remission. He made it public. You know, everybody said the prayers for him. He still worked, um, still hosted the best game show in all of the world, wrote a book. And then, like just last week, it was announced, you know, that Alex Trebek has passed. And I immediately thought of my mom because my mom watches Jeopardy every night. And I used to watch it like every night with my brothers when we were living in Jersey. Um, especially my brother, Ata, the one who's right after me. And it was always so cool to see how many questions you can answer, you know, because the questions are hard as shit. And they normally have like <laughs> low-key geniuses on Jeopardy who went all this money. And I spent, you know, many nights of my young adult life watching Jeopardy, not because there was nothing on, but because I like, I like trivia, you know, and answering the questions in Jeopardy just makes you feel like you know something. So there's that. And then um, growing up even older, being a mom and being able to still spend time with my mom as, you know, she watches it every night. And we kind of, even though we don't say anything to each other, like it's not, <laughs> we don't voice it. It's not a verb. Like we're not in competition with each other, but we are, you know, because we'd be spitting out the answers to see who can answer them fastest. I'm smart, you're dumb. I'm big, you're little. I'm right, you're wrong. 
and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> and yeah, it's really sad that he's gone. We're still watching it, though, because it's a real treat that he was able to record one last season before he passed. So it's crazy that I think he just finished taping it. And then maybe like two weeks later, like not even two weeks later, like a week later, he was gone. It was crazy. So that means he he worked up until the very end. It kind of reminds you of uh, how Chadwick Boseman passed, you know. And I'm like, wow, 2020. I've just I've, I've lost two former classmates, you know. Um, we lost Kobe. We lost Chadwick. We've lost people. We've lost people. And yet, coronavirus could not take Donald Trump. Guess what, bitch? <laughs> coronavirus. Coronavirus. I'm telling you, shit is real. Shit is getting real! Like, this has got to be the most useless virus in the entire fucking world. I don't take so I don't take madness. I don't take far. I don't take so far, minutes. People dropping like flies left and right. People, you know, dying in accidents. Old age, everything. Rollins, Kobe, uh, whoever. Nipsey. Like, name them. They're gone. And Donald Trump still chugging along? Donald Trump still chugging along. Life is so unfair. So unfair. Rest in peace to Alex Trebek. We have, um, I think he recorded 35 episodes before he passed. So those of you who watch Jeopardy. Yeah, we have until December. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I think ending of December. And then they'll be looking for a new host. But. It's really sad. John Legend and Chrissy Teigen lost their baby, you know? And I was like, whew, this couple, people, I don't really talk about them too much because, you know, they're, they, don't, they don't really make trouble. They're not really in the news, but they're one of my favorite couples, you know, because they just, on social media, they're so cute. You know, they just keep doing their thing. Chrissy Teigen and John Legend are an adorable couple. So to hear that they tragically lost their son, you know, like, and she she made it. She made it all the way up to delivery. Can you imagine? I don't even want to talk about it, but just hearts and prayers still going out to her. And I'm just like, wow, here we are, November. It's about to be the end of 2020. And I legit can't think of anything, like, super good. You know what I mean? There's nothing, like my memories of this year are just loss and tragedy and loss and tragedy and loss and tragedy. And it's just like, mm, it's horrible. It really is. So in order to, you know, just add a lighter note to this, wouldn't it be fun to just start to think about all the really dope things that happened in 2020? Yay, the Lakers won. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron did it for Kobe, you know. Um <laughs> watching those playoffs was hectic. Oh boy, because I was Lakers, my mom was not. And she's very loud when it comes to sporting events. Oh my goodness, she's loud when she watches movies. Um and, and when she eating food that's really, really good. Like she she's just very, very vocal. <laughs> So that was fun watching that. Um, <laughs> let me see. Anything else that's brought a smile to my face? Uh, this 2020, the birth of my nephew, Deacon. 
Yes. <laughs> wow. Even now on cry without talking too much about my brother and his wife's business, that was tragic. You know, things were going really, really south in that hospital room and we were praying that my sister-in-law would make it out because it was, it was crazy, you know, but they made out, out of the hospital after a big scare and my nephew was born in 2020. Um, my niece was born in 2020. Hey, Celine, Selena Deacon, um, let me see. What are the, what are the good things? It was a hell of a year. Gotta say shout, shout outs to, um, <laughs> Mr. Easy. <laughs> this is, it, 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 it's not his, it's not his win. It's his girlfriend's win. Um, what's her name? Tenny? Tenny Otodela. Yeah. Um, she's in a new Netflix movie, which is really dope. <laughs> the movie's called Citation. It's on Netflix. And I'm laughing because if you know Mr. Easy, then you know that he's a champion of marketing. That man can create so much awareness online off of a song, off of a new video that he has going, or this new initiative that he's trying to raise funds for, or whatever. He is a genius when it comes to marketing. So it's super cute just watching him put, you know, this same energy into his girlfriend's projects. It's just like, I love them. They're sweet. They're a sweet couple. But, um... It's called Citation. I think this is her first acting role, right? Um, it also stars a friend of mine, Ajiti Anan. Pusha, oh, pusha. We worked together uh, the very last season of Vodafone Icons. He was the host. Of course, I was one of the judges along with Samini and Apitus. But we, we got... I don't want to say close. I don't even want to send the wrong message. He's a very happily married man. Uh, but we we became decent friends. You know what I mean? We became good friends. Like we had a good chuckle, chuckle, yuck, yuck. He's very much a gentleman. And it was refreshing because I was surrounded by two rude boys, Peters and Samini, throughout the entire season. And to have a gentleman on there who was like the calm one, the voice of reason, it was a nice balance. But he's also in the movie. He plays the role of Kwesi. And I'm just happy to see him. I'm happy to see him in this in this project because I know that um it's on Netflix and with somebody like Tinny in it and Mr. Easy, her boyfriend pushing it. Her father's a multi-billionaire in Africa or whatever, multi-millionaire, you know, like it's gonna get a lot of attention. And I'm happy that Ajitianan is going to, you know, reap the benefits of that attention. He's a, he's a fabulous actor. So, yeah. <laughs> Let me see. Any of the good things? Hmm. Can we get a round of applause for Wiala? I absolutely love her. Speaking of Vodafone Icons, she was one of my babies from Vodafone Icons. We discovered her, I think it was season two or season three. And she went on to become a solo powerhouse in her own right. Well, she's also a social activist, if you didn't know. Uh, recently, <laughs> she got a man arrested because uh, he done went and snatched up some young girl and it was some little child marriage. You know, you know, Africa, we still have our problems. OK, uh, and child marriage is definitely one of them. But she got some some man arrested. She's like, no, 
y'all nasty, creepy men who be trying to snatch up these young brides from these poor, uneducated, foolish family people. It's not going to happen on my watch. So I'm like, yes. Go ahead, Riala. Definitely brought a smile to my face. I'm like, go ahead, 2020. <laughs> Some more dopeness for 2020. Dopeness is what I like the most. The Notorious B.I.G. was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yep. My nigga. <laughs> um, I believe it was him and Whitney Houston. Yeah. And when I first heard about their possible nominations, I was feeling away. Like, what? Why is it taking them so long? And then I, I, I was educated and schooled on the topic. Apparently, you can only be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or whatever Hall of Fame 25 years I think after your 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 passing or after your last project or something like that like it has to be 25 years I guess after you're done or I don't know but it's like this year 2020 was the first time that they could officially you know put Biggie's name up and put Whitney Houston's name up for a possible induction. So then I was like, okay, I'm 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 cool now because obviously they couldn't. And as soon as they could, the first thing they did was make sure that these two were nominated, and then it was passed, and they were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So I'm like, yes, very fitting, very fitting for Whitney Houston and the Notorious B.I.G. Absolutely amazing. So yeah. Not too much else I can think of. I'm not even gonna lie. Um, I am <laughs> I am happy that um I'm a podcast junkie. I am happy that um <laughs> Mr. Easy and his girlfriend uh have a podcast that starts, I believe, this Friday. Yeah. I'm discovering so many podcasts that I'm in love with. Like my earpods are I don't believe you, bro. Um, that's the earpods. Mm. I do not have AirPods, boo-boo. I'm in earbuds. So my earbuds are always in my ears. And I'm I'm not always listening to music, you know? Um, a lot of good podcasts out there. So uh, I'm happy about that for 2020. Um, Barack got a new book, I think. Yeah. For 2020. I'm like, okay. And yeah. Some shit that really shocked me, though, in 2020, I did not know at all that this was even a thing i don't understand how it's not possible but apparently before 2020 women and women in afghanistan who gave birth to their own fucking children children who came out of their own vaginas do you know that their names weren't put on the birth certificate what the fuck isn't that fucking sickening i had no idea but apparently in 2020 afghanistan decided that they were going to do right by these women who were delivering these babies out of their own bodies and they would allow their names to be put on the birth certificate. That is such foolishness. It means all this time when a woman done carried this baby for nine to ten months, at the end of it all, the only thing that you do is to put the child's name in the father's name. I can't stand y'all. It's a goddamn shame that it was done in the first place, but I'm happy that they fixed it and they're doing the right thing in 2020. If 2020 needs uh, some wins, then this is definitely a win that I'm happy to see come to fruition in this this horrible year. Another thing that completely blew my mind, I was like, what? Say what? 
2020 coming through with the surprises. Apparently, and I got to ask Kwame about this because he will know. But apparently, married women in Botswana are not allowed to own land. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? I said, hey, y'all are fucking retarded. Like, y'all are tripping. Y'all are tripping. Wait, I I don't even believe it. I'm going to go read it again because I just can't believe it. I ain't got to go read shit. I ain't make no mistakes. But yeah. Yeah. That's what they were doing in Botswana. If you're a married woman, you could not you could not own land. I guess your husband had to own it for you. Jesus be a fence. <laughs> All around me. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. I cannot wait for 2021. It's got to be better. I don't, I don't see how it could be any worse than 2020. Unless... Some type of meteor or asteroid from out of space is going to drop and start to, you know, just spew lava everywhere. Or if meteors are just going to shoot out from the sky and it'll be like bombs dropping everywhere. Or if we wake up one day and there's a huge mothership outside hovering over the major capitals in the world and the aliens have come to take over. Or maybe 2021 would be the year where the Terminators take over and all the machines and technology start to turn on us and say, hey, you fucking humans, y'all really fucked up 2020. So we're taking charge now. Like, I don't know how really nigga. it could get any worse. I really don't. So I'm looking forward to... Thanksgiving, yay, which is around the corner, it's a week away. I'm also looking forward to the holidays, you know, you're already with family. You know, the numbers are rising again in Texas. The pandemic isn't over just because you're over it. They're definitely rising in Ghana, you know, so we're going to be shut in. Hello, guys, as you know, yes, Sexy Polopiani, we are still in town during quarantine session. <laughs> shackled up to to each other in this house for sure all right because COVID not letting nobody go nowhere but i'm really looking forward to you know just ushering out 2020 and being done with this bitch like she is a fucking mess i'm ready for 2021 and i'm 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 claiming it's right now that it is going to be a better year because for all this shit to go wrong and then on top of that, like the worst thing that could go wrong is that y'all did not cart away Donald Trump in an ambulance car. <laughs> Everybody. Like how? How? All the things that have gone wrong in 2020. Eh? The fact that this man is alive and walking after having COVID is the worst thing that could go wrong in 2020. So 2021 has got to be on the up and up for real. I, I, I ain't playing no games. And since we're talking about people playing games, Ghana for. Ghana for. Matter of fact, cue the fucking drums. What the fuck is going on in Ghana? Y'all are wildin', okay? Out of respect for Rawlings, I, I didn't I didn't I ain't say too much because no there nothing's been announced 
as to what led to the passing of the former president. Okay, but if you read online, a lot of people are speculating that it's COVID. I'm like, oh, but why? You know what I mean? Like the COVID numbers in Ghana, y'all are doing all right. Boy, was I wrong. Boy, was I wrong. Apparently, y'all are wilding the fuck out. Y'all are really wilding the fuck out. <laughs> I got a call from one of my homeboys who, when everything first started going crazy back in May, after I lost my job, and I was like, hey, you know what? Let me just get up out of here. They've closed the borders. Let me catch this repatriation flight. This home, this this homeboy, this friend of mine, used to just laugh at me. He was like, oh my God, what you what you afraid of? You're not going to come outside? Like, he, we would talk through... Uh, we would talk through the window at each other because I would not let him in my house. <laughs> he thought I was crazy. <laughs> he was like, this bitch crazy. So, you know, after work, he would pass by, you know, he'd be like, hey, what's up? He would bring, you know, some sweets for my daughter or whatever, you know, and I would I would take them, you know, from him, close the front door and go spray them because I had lights on. I'll spray the package down or wipe it down with some um wipes and he just used to laugh he was like yo what is wrong with you and even when we were on lockdown like this fool was still going to work and i'm like bruh and he owns his own business so i'm like bruh close the shit like what are you doing he's like oh nah ah please there's nothing i'm not worried about anything please 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 you know he said he had a sanitizer in his bag and he was good and he was always on the move I spoke to him like four days ago. He was like, bitch. <laughs> he said, shit is real out here, yo. People just dying, dying, dying. And I'm like, what? Because I, it was, it was a shock for me to hear him sound so serious about COVID now. There's a person who used to laugh and make fun of me because I wanted to observe social distancing and I wanted to be obedient to the president and keep my ass in my house as much as possible. You know what I mean? He was like, girl. And I'm talking to him in his house. He's lying down on his back. I can see him lying down on his bed. <laughs> he was not going nowhere. He's like, yo, he's like already town was kind of quiet. But with Rawlings passing, he's like, yo, like streets is really people are really kind of scared now. Like it's crazy. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, the numbers are jumping through the roof. Oh, shit. Nobody's really saying anything because... And this is what I was saying about men in power. They they just want everything to be as open and accessible as possible because they got elections coming up. Why? 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 And that after elections is when they'll probably reinstate the lockdown. Bullshit. And I'm like, so because of elections and because of your desire to maintain the hold or the authority that you have, you are going to ignore the fact that there's a pand a global pandemic? Are you kidding me? And he, my friend was like, when it comes to like the buses, we call them trotras in Ghana, the buses and people riding on them. Normally it was like four people to a row, you know, but then when they had the lockdown back in May, they made it three people, you know, and now it's four people again. Now you can get into places without even wearing a mask. Like nobody really like people aren't really wearing masks. They're not being serious. Like they think it's all good. And when you look at social media, y'all motherfuckers is partying. Every time I look online, there is a party. There's a wedding with a gazillion people. Somebody's on the beach all hugged up. Party, party all 
y'all really living la vida loca. <laughs> y'all are really living la vida loca. Come on, GH. Let's get it together. Okay? Please, don't wait for nobody to tell you. Wear your mask. Okay? Wear your mask. Please, let us be serious. This disease, this virus, is is it's not over. It's not over. Just because people aren't talking about it as much, because they're trying to act like, oh, it's business as usual. Don't be fooled. It's not. It's not. Okay? My daughter, who is mm, in school right now here in Texas, she's still doing the online classes. Now, when they opened the semester, um, when they when they started the semester in, I think it was September, September 8th or something like that, they, they made it possible for those who wanted to come to school to come to school and those who you know want to stay at home and do the computer thing could do it and it's look my brother's a teacher he yo he said one day about 15 students were taken out because they were sick i just got an email from my daughter's school yesterday they were notifying all parents, that there has been a case of COVID at the school. And this is an elementary school. Okay. So these are, these are, these are babies we're talking about. Okay. They didn't say whether it was a teacher or whether it was whoever, but boy, oh boy, was I happy that I wasn't brave enough to, to put my daughter back in school. And yeah, it's safer to just keep them online, but shit is still, taking lives out there so please gh let's not get carried away because y'all are looking real good on social media like sometimes i'm looking i'm like damn i want to go back and i do want to go back but mm -mm, don't i want to get on a plane for 12 hours uh ladies and gentlemen welcome to this airplane uh let me remind you that this is a budget airline okay. so the plane will not be flying but moving on the road but don't worry, we will take the highway. Hey, in recycled air, in a pandemic, I beg you, I will stay right where I is, okay? And y'all, y'all be safe out there. I love y'all. And yeah, I'll talk to y'all <laughs> later. <laughs> Peace. My team is global, baby. So it doesn't matter where you are on God's green earth. Hit us up, all right, for promotion, advertising, new music releases. If you got relationship questions, I, I give great advice. I'm serious, all right? Drop me an email on fi at thegoldcoastreport.com. That's on fi, O-N-F-Y-E, at thegoldcoastreport.com. You can spell that, right? You good, you good. Or you can hit me up on WhatsApp. My number is 0508-747676. Don't forget, that's a Ghana number, all right? So make sure you put a plus 233 in front of that bitch if you internationally linking us. On Fire, the podcast is brought to you in collaboration with The Gold Coast Report at The Gold Coast Report. Artwork, Matthew Jr. Ade Mensa at Levi Mensa. We do not own rights to some of the music used in this podcast. Thank you.